I've had a lot of like meh apricots in my life. And I love, I do love a dried apricot hmm. because I'm a thousand years old. I, um, I don't think I've ever really had apricots like as a food. I was I was not exposed to a lot of things as a child. And I remember reading a book where someone tried to eat a... She was like depressed. I was like 12. Um, <laughs> where she ate a dried apricot and I had never had one. And she just was like... It suddenly just felt like an ear in my mouth. And so I spit it out. And I was like, okay, I'm never eating apricots. Great. Because <laughs> <laughs> I are... also never had one. And then the only thing I associated with was chewing on an ear. You know, that's fair. They do when you describe it that way. It's not not that texture, so. Welcome to Five Pairings. I'm Grace. I'm Claire. We're both adults. <laughs> oh, because I knew everything in the intro was going to get cut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going yeah, yeah. to have everyone at home play a game, which is, what do you think the temperature is in our city right now? I bet you're wrong. Claire, do you want to guess? Do I want to guess what it is right now? I'm going to say... It'll probably be the closest. I'm going to say it's negative uh, 9 Fahrenheit outside. It's actually 2. Unless I'm in Celsius, Ooh. which sometimes happens. No, I'm in Fahrenheit. No, say, it's 2 outside right now. It was negative 3 when I left, so it's, yep. it's looking up. I'll say the, <laughs> the unknown quantity is we don't know what the wind chill is because it could be even colder. Okay, anyway. <laughs> Into the regular episode. Remind us, Claire, what, was the, what were the two pulls for today? So this week, uh, the things I pulled were... Uh, childhood friends to lovers, Ooh. and then uh, a whiskey sour. And so when I, I completely forgot, <laughs> <laughs> or you didn't, or you forgot to t- say it. <laughs> it's one hundred percent possible that possible. was where I messed up. Well, because we also like we we were done recording for that day, so there was no reason to introduce it. Yeah, there to, was for for me. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So when I started my journey of like looking for something, I wanted to find a fandom that I was at least a little bit familiar with, Mm -hmm. um, which is funny because this fandom, I've never actually watched this show uh, except vicariously via Tumblr. Mm -hmm. But I also think this fandom, it's not... um, like super for this fic. I don't think it's super important. Um. So anyway, I was exploring the Merlin TV show fandom. Ooh, okay. Interesting. Because I almost brought a Merlin for last week's uh, Only One Bed. Oh, yeah. I come across this show a lot in my own searching. Yeah, I don't know why. I, I think I've watched it forever ago. Like a little bit of it. Not enough to know really what's going on. Yeah. And it's not from <laughs> what I remember, it's it's not as important. Like you don't need to know like a lot of the beats of the show. Mm. It's just like, like there's probably like a lot of once and future King kind of stuff. Like, you know, there's a lot of uh, King Arthur lore that is in that. Um, I think maybe like a lot of people think of Merlin as being uh, a much older wizard and mm-hmm. he was like obviously like yeah, the same like age and hot. yeah he was young and hot and, and Arthur's a little older like he's not a child yeah. child he's no like yeah, yeah high school or yeah they were yeah or something. they were all... they get shipped all the time so i'm like yeah. they have to be yeah they were all like you know ages. 20 like they all looked like 25 yeah they're um, all actors they're all yeah <laughs> and so uh, so that was like that telling so many apologies to our fans who are probably yelling and i'm like I really love merlin and are like no it's not like that i'm sure it's great so i found this one it's called a uh, hundred quid by uh, Super Calvin. Okay. Um, I did get in touch with the author. They, uh, like, I don't have a ton of information about them. Let's see if we can do a quick scope. Go back. Um, but so they did say that it was like chill to like uh, to use it so long as we credited them. Um, and so I had a lot of fun reading this one. So please go and check out their other work. And... Oh, he's got a Tumblr. Fun, are they? Yeah, <laughs> and. Uh, 
yeah, that should be fun. And I have paired it with. Oh, yeah. What is the what? Because this is just looking at it. Not a typical whiskey sour. Yes. So I think what, that also threw me because I saw it getting made for the photos and I was like, no idea what that no is. No idea what that is. <laughs> um, so this is a drink I'm calling Sword in the Stone Fruit. I can tell mine's a little unmixed. So I'm going to <laughs> give it a little stir. <laughs> and because I just hit. Wait, the- Sword in the Stone Fruit? <laughs> I just perceived what you said. It's that I had the idea for the stone fruit. It's that I had the idea for the name of the drink, like as soon as I was like reading this. And so then I was like Googling like what what is a stone fruit? I don't Uh, know if I know. Like a pit fruit? Yeah, so like Um, peaches, plums, apricots. Um, so anything that has a stone pit. That tastes good on my finger. Um, uh, I think nectarines are. Um, avocados. Avocados. <laughs> <laughs> you get it. You get it. And so I was like Googling really like funny. which of these flavors would like go well with whiskey. Was there a lot of like modification for whiskey sour? Because I feel like it's a pretty... Because I've, I've that, never seen like a pomegranate whiskey sour or like yeah. another any other fruit. And I can't remember. I think I, it's that I think... Uh, because I ended up texting Josie and was like, do we think that apricot and whiskey would go together? Because I was like thinking about, think about it. Because I was like, because I think I had Googled apricot whiskey and there were like ones like ones where it was like in like in there's the whiskey, like in the whiskey. And I didn't I really want to do that. Know. So I've made you uh, it's an interpretation of a uh, vegan whiskey sour. Ooh, you do so, love me. <laughs> yes, I I do try. Every time I try to get a little bit better. Um, so it has uh, one tablespoon aquafaba, three ounces whiskey, two ounces of lemon juice, uh, and then two ounces apricot juice, but which is kind of hard to find. So I actually uh, like a puree. Yes, and so our so our I think I had found this from an actual recipe, but our recipe has a puree of apricot juice, and then about uh, it probably and then it has probably 0.75 ounce of the. A uh, syrup that the avo- uh, avocado, the apricot, <laughs> the canned, the other stone fruit. The, it's that I, I bought canned apricots, and uh, it came in heavy syrup, and so that is our simple syrup. It's a little. An apricot is not a not a sweet fruit. <laughs> yeah, no, it's um, it's not. That's why I added a little bit more uh, simple syrup when I tasted it. It's uh, it's not bad. It's a little. The lemon juice is a little sour. I don't know if I like apricot, and that's that's fine. I do like. Like the texture is nice, but like mm-hmm. the taste is not anything I've ever had. Yeah, no, it, I, I was like, I, I do like it. It is like, it's growing on me, but it is like, um, it, it's like maybe a hair sour because apricots don't have a ton of I mean, uh, it is, it is, it's sour in such a different way than like a, mm-hmm. like it's sour in the way a whiskey sour is sour, but because of the other flavors, it's so mm-hmm. different. Wild. I know. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Did you just go through the uh, Friends to Lovers tag? Was there a process? Yes, it's that there wasn't a lot in the tag that was specifically childhood friends to lovers. And so to find this one, mm-hmm. I think I had to go through childhood friends and then look for additional tags. What's the like stereotypical setup of friends to lovers? Is it like friend like like okay, us, Grace? Well, I, well, yes. But like, is it like, do they set up the friendship? Is it like coworker friends? Is it like and usually because I assume yeah. most of the time it's well, I don't know. Is it? fully and homosexual usually, or is it sometimes heterosexual it's it can be both i've okay. i've read both um and it's um 
I'm trying to think of maybe like a movie that does it. And there's so many. Like at the beginning of the fic or the movie or whatever, mm-hmm. they are established as like very close friends. And it's that they've just, oh, have you ever seen the movie Maid of Honor with uh, Patrick uh, Dempsey? And, no, wait. Um, uh, I'm trying to think of a movie you have seen. Well, okay, because I'm there was... um. Might have been Valentine's Day. It was one of those movies where it was uh, like Jennifer Gardner and like Ashton Kutcher. Somebody were like best friends. Yes. And then fell in love. And I was like, well, this was this was the heterosexual pairing. So like I kind of figured they would fall in love. Yeah, (laughs) like this movie, which I do love. Oh, he okay. Yeah. Patrick Dempsey's asked to be her maid of honor. And and then he breaks up the wedding. It's that they're like, they're like too like often. So so like in this example, uh, Patrick Dempsey and I cannot remember that other person and Michelle Monaghan. So it's that so Thomas and Hannah like are friends from college and so they like do everything together so they like know everything about Mm, each other and so it's like so they're everything except romantic with each other Mm. and then he realizes that he has feelings for her like through the process of watching her be in love with someone else Mm, and she really and she i feel like the only scene i've seen in this movie is he he pets like a stranger's dog and says i love you i love you correct and And then like his daughter for her somebody is like you can't say that to a woman and i was like this was a real one, oh, 100 of this yeah but his it friend hannah says you should, his friend hannah says you should try saying that to a human someday yeah 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 yeah. and i was like people don't say i love you to random dogs either that's no, also weird. It is weird but i get what this scene is portraying um because from a storytelling perspective it seems like easy shorthand to have people grow up together and that's why they're not in love you know what i mean yeah, like it's, yeah. it feels like childhood friends to lovers should be pretty prominent yeah and i think because it's so much faster <laughs> no and i think the thing in fandom is that there's not a lot of i shouldn't say not a lot of a smaller percentage of fanfics establish beyond like the show so like there's not a lot of shows where the characters have known each other their whole lives if that uh, makes sense. Yeah, that's true. I'm thinking more like movie style. It'll yes. be like flashback to childhood. Correct. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's that and so I think just like so I think the thing in fandom why there's not as many childhood mm. friends to lovers is it would be longer. Because yeah, cuz it would be a longer you'd have to write like 20,000 fix or you'd have to pick a fandom where the characters have known each other that long. I think the other thing is the angst of enemies to lovers is like way too it's like so much more fun. Yes, so I like, would agree. So it's that I think <laughs> this is not my personal I that's okay, that's not fair. I do like it when it comes up sometimes, but yeah. I don't seek out friends to lovers. Correct. Yes, often. it's that uh it's that again, like angst is always fun. Yeah. Um and so I think people would like rather write them as enemies and then like circle back, but right. anyway. <laughs> I have so, so many thoughts about friends and lovers. I know. Anyway, so this, I'll bring them up later. This I'm fic, sure I can find a way to bring it in naturally later in the night. Just force it in. Uh, so a hundred quid. And what's fun about this is this is a AU where it's modern. It's in the modern setting instead of the like fantasy mm-hmm. setting. And it's an AU where they're in uh, college. So yeah. So a hundred quid by Super Calvin. Uh, I guess I don't need to read the summary. We'll just dive in. Dive in. It was a Friday night, and at Camelot University, that meant everyone was in downtown, stumbling from pub to pub to celebrate the end of the week and the beginning of the weekend. Arthur, who had just finished a grueling essay on the UK's immigration policies, was celebrating with his mates. Currently, Leon and Elyon? Sure. Another Elyon? Another? I'm sorry, guys. I'm not up on my uh, Knights of the Round table. It's okay. We're playing billiards in the back. Elyon was winning, and Leon was accusing him of cheating, which was probably true. 
Percival and Gwen were playing darts. No one knew how Gwen managed to throw straight even when sloshed, but he always managed it. Arthur was coming back from the loo to return to his conversation with Lance when he realized his seat at the bar had been taken. Lance obviously knew the man because he was talking to him like they were old friends. This wasn't always easy to tell because Lance was polite to everyone, even if he didn't like them. Arthur could tell they were friends because Lance appeared to be making fun of the man, poking him and laughing. From behind, Arthur could see the man had dark hair against pale skin, with broad shoulders and a narrow waist. Arthur traced the way his shirt clung to his back and his jeans formed over his ass. Are we going to meet Merlin right now? Yes. Okay, pause. So, (laughs) in a very straight way. (laughs) Question for you. I don't know if this is how this pick is going to go, obviously. We just started. How long do you think they have to be friends before it can be considered friends to lovers? Because, like, you can't be friends for a week and then start dating. That's just, you didn't. I think you got to be friends for a couple months. I I feel like it's got to be, like, years. Like, to the point where people know you are friends. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> no, I agree. It's the because like, I think that's also why this is hard to write. Because like in my brain, you have to be like or like childhood friends. Obviously, wait. Yeah, yeah. this is like childhood friends. Yeah, this is childhood bar. friends. Yeah. What? No. Oh, something's gonna happen. Yep. <laughs> Exposition <laughs> will happen. Grace have been twisted. Don't you okay. worry. Man was talking in a deliciously low tilt. Oh, a, a touch of Welsh <laughs> in his so straight. A, de- a touch of Welsh in his accent as he told Lance about the brewery down the road. He played with the beating condensation along his glass. Arthur watched those long <laughs> fingers <laughs> very straight. <laughs> if you're looking at another man's fingers, you're not straight. <laughs> Especially as he's playing with condensation along the glass. Playing with condensation is such a good visual because, like. Never would describe it that way unless I was being seduced by my own brain. (laughs) It's got some real party vibes. Oh, that's really funny. It reminds me of like a beer commercial, but like a sexy beer commercial. Ice cold. (laughs) (laughs) Arthur watched those long fingers and decided he didn't care much about relaxing with his mates if he could pull this man. And you know pull is the British slang for... uh, Attract. Attract. Of course, of course. Arthur leaned against the bar behind the stranger and looked across the way to Lance. When Lance raised his brows with a question, Arthur winked. You took my spot, mate. Arthur smiled, waiting for the man to turn around. Lance snorted at Arthur's flirting attempts, but he wasn't deterred. The man startled and turned around. He was more gorgeous than Arthur Arthur had expected, with glass-cutting cheekbones and storm-blue eyes. For a second, Arthur swallowed his own tongue, forgetting his line as the man looked him up and down. His brows were pinched and his eyes narrowed. Arthur? The man asked. Shit. In his head, Arthur cursed a very long line of explicits. The expletives. Did he know this man? Er, yes. Arthur ignored Lance's covered-up laugh. You're Arthur Pendragon? The man's mouth opened with surprise, and it really wasn't fair how distracting it was. Yes, um, do I know you? I mean, we haven't met before, have we? God, embarrassed. Uh, anxiety. <laughs> and let me tell you, as a person who moved in, I my, know like, you? in my teen years, I moved before any of the boys had growth spurts. So when I saw some of them again in college and they were like, Claire, and I was like, who the hell are you? Who are you? No, oh, fair. And then they were like, I'm blank and i would be like what? and i would be like oh my god you're ah. like two feet taller <laughs> wild like now i can see how your face is mapped onto that current face you have yes but right like, yeah took me a minute yeah i was like wouldn't have done it on my own yeah i was like um you are not someone i know Arthur felt his anxiety hike as he imagined the embarrassment of forgetting someone. He hoped he hadn't drunkenly shagged this man and forgotten it. The cruelty of having lost that memory would have been too much. You don't recognize me? The man frowned. Arthur looked to Lance, who looked a little intrigued, so Arthur knew it wasn't a prank. Lance, although sweet, was known for being a mischief maker when he wanted to be. 
Lance took pity because he nudged the man. Come on, Merlin, don't tease him. He'll pout and we'll have to deal with him all night. Arthur ignored Lance's snide remark because one thing caught his attention. Merlin, Arthur, Arthur, Arthur. I could never name my child Arthur because I can't. Can't say it. Can't say it. It's fair. It's on his way out. (laughs) I don't know any baby Arthurs. Baby Artie. I would go with Art. Art is cute. I like Art. Right. But it doesn't need to be short for Arthur. It can be short for like Artemis. Sick. Art house. (laughs) Can you imagine a baby girl Artemis that went by Art? That's adorable. That's adorable. I do like that. Merlin? Arthur? Arthur. Arthur repeated. His mind flashed back to a skinny boy with ears too big for his head and skinnier than a piece of string. His mind's eye saw a pair of silly glasses with mismatched clothes. There was a bright memory of summer. Sweaty shirts as they ran through the park with a football. Sticky little fingers as they munched on ice lollies and dirt all over their clothes because they had been chasing lizards. (laughs) Lizards. Are they the same age? Yes. In this, yes. Okay, I was gonna say that's In Merlin, yes. (laughs) In, like, the show Merlin, yes. Okay. In, like... Uh, the Once and Future King. Oh, in no. the show, they are also the same age? Yeah. Wild. Yeah. I'm my assumption. Okay. Again. Only I mean, saw, they are in this fic at the very least. Only saw it obsessively <laughs> through Tumblr gifts. So. Merlin? Merlin Emerson? Arthur gasped, looking at the man who looked nothing like his boyhood playmate. Merlin smiled and it all clicked into place, because that smile hadn't changed a bit. It made his eyes turn into crescent moons and it made anyone on the receiving end want to smile back. Holy shit! Arthur leaned forward and caught Merlin in a hug. Merlin laughed excitedly and wrapped his arms around Arthur's shoulders before pulling back. Arthur, I can't believe it's you! I figured I'd never see you again! Arthur was still having a hard time equating the man in front of him, the desperately sexy man who Arthur still couldn't shake his attraction for, with the skinny silly boy he had played with in his late years of boyhood. I'm guessing you two know each other? Lance raised a brow, waiting for an explanation. Merlin laughed. We were mates in primary. God, we must have been nine? We met when I was nine. You were eight. Remember? Was you a had age gap. Yeah. I was gonna say I don't know if you I don't know if this is one of the trends you get on TikTok, but there's a, a sound that's like my husband, wife, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever, says that we would have dated in high school. Oh, I remember this. Yeah. And like sometimes it's like two totally opposite people in high school, like one trash gremlin, one like popular kid. Yeah. And sometimes it's like a high schooler and a five year old. A child. <laughs> Like a two-year-old <laughs> flopping around. I have seen both of those, and which they're always funny. hilarious. Which, like, I didn't know if that's where this was going to go, so I'm glad it's not, but that oh. would have been funny as well. <laughs> we met when I was nine. You were eight. Remember you had Miss Murden as a teacher, and I had Miss Helen? Cute. The memories came back to Arthur in a second, nostalgia flooding all of his senses. He could almost feel the playground grass under his feet and smell the sweet Miss Emerson. The sweets. I was like, the sweet Miss Emerson. Oh. And smelled the sweets Miss Emerson baked. We were inseparable for years, Merlin explained to Lance. You moved to Germany right before I turned 12, Arthur said forlornly. He still remembered the ache in his chest when Merlin said he couldn't go to the cinema for Arthur's birthday. He gave Arthur a new football and said he was sorry it was early for Arthur's birthday. Merlin would already be in Germany, Uh where his... I awed too hard, I hit the mic. (laughs) Where his dad had been restationed out of the military I put my hands by my face. Yeah, you're emoting very hard. When did you move back to the UK, Arthur asked. Oh, we moved around a lot more. I managed to have my last year of secondary in Scotland, and now I'm here. Merlin made a motion with his hand to indicate Camelot. By that time, they had attracted the attention of Arthur's mates, who had quickly crowded in to see what the fuss was about. Merlin, as talkative as he was as a child, greeted out of everyone and explained happily. Apparently, he knew Lance from a few of their biology courses, and he seemed to know Gwen, claiming they had met at a pub crawl a couple months ago. Gwen. Knowing Gwen, it was likely. That just, is that short for something? <laughs> 
Nope. I think one of the nights is just called Gwen. That's a terrible name. <laughs> It sounds like Wayne with a G, or you're saying Gwen wrong. <laughs> Medieval England was a time, Grace. <laughs> Apparently, Merlin was studying pre-med, which explains why they had yet to run into each other, since Arthur was studying politics. From the way Merlin spoke, it was clear he was dedicated to his studies. Merlin integrated into their group for the night, proving that he could not hold his liquor at all. Gwen shook his head, apparently having already known this fact. If it bothered Arthur that his friends knew things about this new Merlin that he didn't, he tried not to let it show. Arthur tried to talk to Merlin, but it was hard to have a conversation in, no in a noisy pub, especially when a little bit more than tipsy. Plus, and this rankled Arthur, he wasn't sure what to say. What did he know of this man? It had been eight years since he knew Merlin, and back then the only thing you needed to know about a person was whether or not they liked catching lizards and which film was their favorite. Agreed. Childhood I mean, friendship honestly. is so easy. Yes. As the night grew on, Arthur knew one thing for certain. If Merlin had been a stranger, if he had just been a random bloke who had been talking to Lance, Arthur would still be attracted to him. Mm -hmm. He would still be one of the most gorgeous men Arthur had ever you come didn't across. You not his face. You know, I looked at his fingers. I know. <laughs> Even after spending time with Merlin, listening to him talk and joke with Arthur's mates, he knew if this was a stranger, he would have been determined to ask him out. But Merlin was not a stranger. Arthur still couldn't forget the way Merlin cried when he fell off the playground, and Arthur had told him to shut up, which made Merlin smack him. Arthur deserved it, but it did make Merlin stop crying, so he stood by his nine-year-old self-decision. He still remembered Merlin's silly glasses, that he refused to wear most of the time, which meant he fell and tripped more often than not. <laughs> Every time Arthur opened the front door to his dad's home, which was more like a mansion than a house, he remembered Merlin's gobsmacked expression when Arthur had brought him home for the first time. For the life of him, Arthur could not stop picturing Merlin as, as his younger best friend, because when you were only 10 years old, one year of difference was a long time. Accurate. Correct. I was to say, even as a an adult, uh, I have a handful of friends who like still bring up our like one year age difference. Me and my wife are one year apart, and I'll be like, "You're not 29 yet, Jesus Christ! <laughs> Can you fucking hurry up?" She's not 29 yet. She just turned 29, and now I'm 30 almost. Like, <laughs> wow! I didn't realize you married a baby. I did. She was in college, and I was not. Like, it felt different <laughs> when we. Like that's wild. Even that one year. That's, even that one year. You're like I'm a cradle robbing, right? Like, right? Wow. Yeah. Wow. 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 Everything mm. has changed now right. that I know this single year age is different. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit! For the life of him, now I understand all of my friends that are like we're a year apart, except we're all the same grade. Mm -hmm. So there is commonality. So there. nothing feels different. Yes. I just like it's like a life journey yeah. step. I had the hindrance. Of being a year younger than them so I can go to the bars with them in college. That is truly annoying. And then I've had the benefit of when they're like, hey, heads up, 25 is a terrible year. And I'll be like, thank you. Word. Word and then I had it and was like, you're right. It was shit. <laughs> so attention listeners. Bad for me? I don't think 25 was that <laughs> It was rough for me. <laughs> I was like, Maybe when I was 25. What year was that? <laughs> Oh, was it like 2016? That was probably fine. It wasn't my worst year. <laughs> I don't remember what happened, but I just remember like when I turned 26, I was like, thank God. As soon as I graduated college, I was pretty fine. <laughs> Arthur had always thought of Merlin as his teeny tiny mate. Now, as they all crowded around a booth, Merlin was drinking his third stout and laughing Ooh. as one of Gwen's and one of Gwen's lewd stories. That's a lot of calories. A lot of, yeah, stouts are stouts are basically hefty. bread. Yeah, <laughs> it's a, it's if bread was a liquid. 
Arthur had heard this story before, and usually nothing made him blush. But as Merlin made a body comment, Arthur had to hold himself from covering his face with his hands, because half of him screamed, No, he's innocent! Stop it! While the other half was screaming that Merlin was probably the hottest thing Arthur had seen in years. Damn Mm. it, Merlin was his type, and it was going to slowly kill him. Mm. Arthur was going to need a few more beers to adjust to this. He got up from the booth to pay for his next drink. From what I've seen of Arthur, he weighs 95 pounds. I don't think he can handle any more beers. (laughs) Here, and just so you know what they look like in the show. Like, I mean, I know Arthur's an adult, but like he's got that face of like, he's got like a preteen face. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he's got really big ears and like a, like a thin. I'd say this is Arthur. Jaw? I'd say this is Arthur and this is Merlin. Wait, really? Yeah. The little tiny one is not Arthur? I've not seen this show. No. You're lying to me. I'm not. Merlin looks like that? They look like. Why does Merlin look like he's 12? No, he's like, he's like built like a man. But his face. But he's got that moody man build. so tiny. Yes. He's got a tiny face. So we've got like the beefy jock, Arthur. And then we have Merlin, who is like, okay, your I, hot, I'm sorry. Like, My entire world friend. has been flipped upside down because I thought the tiny man was Arthur because Arthur's supposed to be a small boy. So we have Morgana. Oh my God. Arthur, Merlin, and Gwen. That's Merlin. Yes. I'm legitimately so confused. Yes. <laughs> That's no. Correct. I'm sorry. That's not a man you would see in a bar and be like, yes. <laughs> I do I do buy that that man has long fingers. <laughs> but that's it. You're going to go against a lot of Tumblr girls. They were like very into this like moody, artsy guy. Uh, he doesn't look like a moody, artsy guy to me either, though. He just looks like a preteen. <laughs> this is a dude that like to me. That's a man that hasn't fully finished puberty yet. I don't. And to me, this is like your hot, like, this is like your hot male friend in your, like, sketching class who, like, comes up next to you and is like, let me show you how to blend these. And then, uh, like, takes your colored pencil out of your hand. And Arthur's just, like, also confusing looking to me, but, like, in a different way. I don't know. I don't know. It might. Uh, uh, okay. Well, let's, we're going to just move on. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I can't. I legitimately thought that that was Arthur this whole time. No, my friend. <laughs> Arthur woke up the next morning, already grumpy, but it wasn't too unusual since Arthur hated mornings. You had too many stouts and was slightly (laughs) hungover. Eyes half closed, he went into the kitchen to make some toast and tea. Mm. Going through the kitchen by feel alone, he like (laughs) he didn't open his eyes. Yeah, his eyes are shut. They're half closed. Going through the kitchen by feel alone, he rummaged around the fringe until he found an egg. The fridge, not fringe. <laughs> around the fridge until he found an egg. He crapped it. He crapped it. He cracked it. <laughs> I forgot over. how to read, you guys. <laughs> Who knew this whiskey sour was that strong? <laughs> he cracked it over a pan as he muttered to himself. He used to be tiny, Arthur m- grumbled. He's rubbing, so small. <laughs> rubbing his eyes, still squinting. 14 his, years old. <laughs> still sleep squinting eyes. Wee little specks, he flipped over his egg. Skinny chicken legs. Arthur Same. Arthur slid the <laughs> egg onto them. <laughs> slid the egg onto a plate and then salt and peppered it. Grew into his ears though. Jesus. Did he? There's still uh, I'm so mad about this because now the entire image of this in my brain has flipped. Uh Yes. He still looks so scrawny. Arthur sat down with his egg Giant and toast, ears. grousing to himself about the curse that had ta- that time had been on all of them. His phone buzzed on the table in front of him, and Arthur saw the message as it flashed across the screen. Merlin. 
If you're free this weekend, I know a great cafe. We should catch up. Ooh. We most certainly should not. I'm having a crisis, <laughs> Arthur said to the phone, although he ended up typing back, sure, I'm free today if you like. <laughs> I would need a day to emotionally prepare. I'm right. sorry. <laughs> Stupid, Arthur muttered, munching on the last of his you toast. You sent it. Goddamn unacceptable situation. You type all those words with your hands. You could have stopped yourself at right. any point. Merlin. Perfect. Here's the address. How's uh, noon sound to you? So soon. Horrendous, Arthur groaned, <laughs> looking at the clock and seeing it was 10 o'clock in the morning. Sorry, Merlin. I'm just so damn attracted to you that I may ha- try to kiss you if we go to a cute little cafe. I'm so gay. So fucking gay. Nice. Arthur <laughs> typed back, normal as could be. Fine by me. See you then. I love this. <laughs> I'm going to die. Arthur let his head hit the table. Then he went to take a shower in order to negotiate with his cock about the, nu- the nuances and detriments of getting excited for Merlin. If it didn't work, then at least he tried. Oh my god. Arthur had hoped his memories from the night before had exaggerated Merlin's allure. Unfortunately, he was wrong. Merlin was already at the cafe with a thin black band t-shirt and dark framed glasses, which weren't nearly as dorky or silly as the ones he had had as a boy. Arthur wobbled a little as he walked into the cafe, but he managed to greet Merlin with normal English words instead of gibberish. Good job. After they made awkward small talk for 10 minutes, Arthur did end up learning new things about Merlin. They talked a lot about their studies because it was one of the few things they actually knew they had in common after all these years. Merlin admitted to always wanting to be a doctor, and Arthur admitted that he hated the political party his father vouched for. Then their conversation shifted to Merlin's mates and how Merlin knew some of them. Mm. Apparently, Merlin... Apparently, Merlin was bisexual. Ooh, <laughs> intrigue. He just slipped that into the conversation casually, as always. It's just, it's just super casual. Just by the way, uh, I have dated some men. Don't worry about it. Arthur's <clears throat> little gay devil on his shoulder laughed maniacally. Apparently, Merlin had a one-night stand with Gwen. Arthur may or may not want to murder Gwen, which made Arthur wonder if he had a little gay angel on his shoulder or if he had quit a long time ago. Merlin must have sensed Arthur's unease because he changed the subject and asked about Arthur's family. What was Morgana up to? How was his father? Arthur dead. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> Arthur's mind stumbled to a stop as he remembered those teenage years where Morgana and Uther uh, did nothing but argue. He remembered when Morgana moved out when she was 17. Arthur instead gave some kind of answer about how Morgana was now finishing the last years of studying law. He said his father was a heart was as hard-nosed as ever, which made Merlin laugh. Even back when they were kids, Uther had n- Uther never softened his conservative opinion, whether Merlin was present or not. Arthur in turn asked about Merlin's parents, which he immediately regretted. Mum lives in Wales now. It's a village called Eldor, where my uncle lives. Merlin looked down at his now empty mug of coffee. Da was killed in action two years ago. Da. I'm sorry. Dad. <laughs> Arthur. Uh, Arthur oh, he's a, Welsh. Yeah, he's Welsh. Welsh yeah. Da. It's like, it's, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. my Midwestern accent is not doing it justice. Arthur reached out without hesitation, taking Merlin's hand with a tight grip. Balmer had been Merlin's idol when they were kids. He had been a huge man with a booming voice. But when it came to Merlin, he was as soft and cuddly as a teddy bear. I'm so sorry, Merlin. Merlin wiped his eyes, though none of the tears forming in his eyes had fallen. He forced a smile. Let's not talk about it, yeah? Of course, Arthur whispered. He was a good man. Merlin squeezed Arthur's hand, reminding him that he was still holding it. Arthur gently detached himself, clearing his throat. Remember when we came back from the park covered in mud? Your dad literally washed us down with the hose. Clothes and all, I remember. Yep. Merlin smiled, which prompted Arthur to talk more about the childhood. From one story to the next, they talked and talked about those days. Camelot was one of the happiest times of my childhood, Merlin said after a while. 
his eyes looking out the window with his chin in his hand. It was the longest we ever stayed in one place, and I was able to actually make friends. When I thought of Camelot, I thought of you in your red Camelot Knights football jersey and the way I used to feel at home. Arthur had to look away. For a brief moment, he wished this meeting in the cafe had gone wrong. He wished Merlin was a horrible person. He wished Merlin turned out to be an asshole. Instead, Arthur had to temper down the feeling of adoration which swelled in his chest the beginnings of what was surely to be the strongest longing he had ever had for someone. Aww. I missed you for ages when you moved away, Arthur Aww. admitted. I thought I would never have another friend like you. Aw. It's so sad. Aw. Claire. This is how I felt when you moved away. This is how I felt when I moved away. <laughs> I lost all of my friends, which was you. <laughs> I also lost all of my friends because I was in a different state. <laughs> I had one Claire. Claire had five, but both of us lost all of our friends. I was like, I know that made me sound like an asshole being like, <laughs> no, and I now. also lost It's still true. My it's friends. true. You, it's fine. You have more friends than me. It's fine. That's normal. It's okay. I don't know how to make friends. It's okay. No one knows how to make friends. <laughs> you have a wife now. I know how to make friends. Yeah, I really, I beat you in that way. And that was about it. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's coming to bite me in my ass. I just have many friends, and my mother is always like, maybe you have too many friends. And I'll be like... Have you tried dating any of your friends? <laughs> yes, Grace. No. <laughs> no I, I'm playing your mom. <laughs> and I was Sounds like, like something your mom would say. Oh, yeah, 100%. Merlin's smile was crooked. Well, here I am. That you are. Arthur tried to tell his raising heart to stop, but it refused to listen. I'll get us another round of coffee. What do you say? Merlin stood with the empty mugs, already starting before Arthur answered. For a brief moment, Arthur dropped his head in his hands. He lectured himself on not falling head over heels for someone he'd only known for a day. But you have known, You've known him, you've for, known him for so long. The gay devil on his shoulder whispered in his ears that <sighs> Arthur had known Merlin for years. So long. Arthur already really needed to hire a gay angel for his other shoulder before this got out of hand. I was going to say, okay, so I was thinking about this as we've been going along. In the same way that there's a lot of ways to interpret only one bed, but like there's kind of like a one core... <laughs> Yeah. thing. I feel like childhood friends to lovers is not quite this because I feel like for like the the most stereotypical version of the trope is like we're friends, we're friends, we're friends, we're friends. And then one day something happens that makes me realize I'm in love with you or you're hot or like whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they are they are and have been friends since childhood, and then something happens. You're right. Versus this one, he is like, wow, he's so hot. This I is can't like, believe I never noticed that before. This is like childhood friends and then lovers, not yeah, two yeah. lovers. No, yeah. I no, I see what you're saying. Um, I do think this still fits in the tag, but I do think that you're right. The more like and traditional. And I like this better, honestly, as like no. a version to be like, oh, like obviously it's, it feels less weird because sometimes, especially like. I don't know, childhood friends like growing up together like like siblings or whatever is yeah. a little like, yeah, okay. But this is, the time gap makes it feel more realistic. Yes, <laughs> at least. agreed, agreed. It's like a better dynamic. They're like, wow, agreed. oh my God, you're so much older and you're hot now. <laughs> if, we had, hot. if we had been friends this whole time, I probably, I probably wouldn't have yeah. noticed. Correct. They didn't see each other again for another few weeks. It wasn't like Arthur expected them to automatically become best friends, but he had hoped to see Merlin more. Between Merlin's volunteering at a local youth clinic, because he was as caring and considerate as he was as a kid, and Arthur's part-time job at Camelot's courthouse, they didn't have a lot of time to themselves. 
However, Merlin did find himself invited to the end of the week celebrations. Although Arthur would have liked to spend one-on-one sober time with Merlin, he wasn't complaining about being with Merlin or that Merlin got along with his mates. And had sex with one of them. Who had sex Maybe with one of them. Maybe more. Yes. Just the one? Just the, probably just the one. <laughs> On one particular Saturday night, he was pleasantly surprised to see Merlin at Gwen's celebration of completing midterm exams. Although Merlin looked like he had barely slept all week, he looked elated to not be studying in the library. Merlin had barely arrived when Gwen started flirting with Merlin. Oh! He, he smacked a kiss on Merlin's cheek oh! and told him he was the prettiest star in the sky. Oh, God. It was typical behavior from Gwen. The same treatment had been given to pretty much everyone in the group. It didn't matter, though. Arthur could... But f- they've hooked up. Yeah, that's I don't know more if Gwen has hooked up with everyone that's in the group. Stressful. Maybe he has... Prob- I don't know. Probably not. Arthur could still feel his heart tighten in his chest as he watched Merlin flirt back. His celebratory and happy mood turned sour, and Arthur let, left the room <gasps> to grab sour. his second... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming full circle. <laughs> grab his second beer. He was rummaging through the cooler for another beer when Lance showed up. Got another stout in there. Such heavy beers. stouts. Drink something like lighter. fucking light beers. <laughs> you can't have five stouts. Right. Ugh, oh, that just sounds like eating like seven bowls of noodles right (laughs) it's so heavy in your stomach right oh god got another stout in there he asked setting his own empty bottle on the counter here arthur slid one over to lance picking up his own beer you all right lance asked cracking open his bottle and handing the bottle opener to arthur fine arthur said just hate when Gwen does that He's just messing around, Lance said. He smacked your ass last week. (laughs) The memory was fairly funny. They'd been playing football in the park, Mm -hmm. and Gwen had smacked his ass Mm -hmm. rather harder than any go-get-em-mate kind of encouragement and winked. It didn't make him feel any better, though. And winked. (laughs) Lance was looking at him with the, look, I know, you know, don't play dumb, I don't have time for this shit kind of expression. He leaned against the counter as if waiting for Arthur to say something. What? Lance sighed. Merlin. What about him? Arthur took a drink of his beer. You're going to make me drag it out of you, aren't you? Yes, Arthur said, because he was he was he was a stubborn ass when he wanted to be. Lance pinched the bridge of his nose. So if someone, I don't know, laid a hundred quid for you to snog Merlin, would you do it? I'm sorry, what? <laughs> I he's he's trying to prove he likes Merlin by giving him a hundred quid to make out with him. Yeah. I would make out with someone I don't like for a hundred quid. That feels like I would give you a hundred quid not to snog Merlin would be the bet. Because then you're like, ah, damn it. But I want I really bucks. want to. But I also really want a hundred quid. <laughs> I guess Arthur is the type of uh, stubborn where he's like, you're not going to do it. Arthur snort. You're right. Be like, oh, I get to kiss my crush and I get a hundred bucks. Double bonus for me. Arthur snorted. Don't be ridiculous. Have you seen him? I would pay a hundred quid to snog Merlin. That's what I'm saying. Lance snorted. That's what I thought. Arthur was already regretting his decision to confide in Lance, who would surely make him do something stupid like confess his feelings. But then Lance's eyes drifted to somewhere behind Arthur's shoulder. That was when Arthur was certain he regretted it. He turned around, confirming his suspicions when he saw Merlin, empty beer in hand, an astonished expression plastered across his face. Oh, Merlin said. Shit. Arthur covered his face. Lance, you anchor. You did that on purpose. I wanted you to admit that you fancied Merlin, but that, he pointed to Merlin standing in the doorway, was a happy accident. <laughs> Lance walked out of the kitchen with his newly acquired beer and satisfaction. Merlin patting Mer- like, so I'd like my hundred quid, please? And let's go. Let's go. <laughs> I will take 
both of those offers. I accept. I accept your hundred quid. (laughs) Patting Merlin on the shoulder on his way out. Fucking hell. Arthur rubbed his eyes over his face, not even close to tipsy enough to not be embarrassed. A hundred quid, huh? You could contribute to my med school payments. Yep. When Arthur looked up, Merlin was grinning, obviously teasing. Shut up, Arthur groaned. No, really, I'm dirt poor. This could work in my favor, Merlin said. Though I do prefer to snog people for free. Just be like a makeout hooker. <laughs> I'm a hooker, but just for kissing. I feel like that's probably still a hooker. You're just like, there's not a price yes. for the rest of the stuff. I just have a no close-off policy. I don't know. You're like, Boundaries uh, for that would be fun. This is a fixed price menu, so there's only a handful of things I'm cooking tonight. Yes. Arthur felt the heat rise in his neck. I was just kidding? (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Merlin leaned against the counter. safe. Looking at Arthur with a raised brow. You know, I thought you didn't like that I was queer. What? What? Arthur's voice skyrocketed. (laughs) Yeah, when I mentioned being bi, you got really offended look on your face. That was a look of, oh no. (laughs) I did not. It's because of Gwen, isn't it? Also that, yeah. Arthur grumbled. Merlin smiled like the cat that got the cream. <laughs> Fine. It was because of Gwen, Arthur admitted. But I'm not homophobic. I'm gay. Very, very gay. Gwen can attest. He says, I'm gayer than a unicorn, and it's so much more... <laughs> what? What? He says, I'm gayer than a u- unicorn, and it's, so m- and it's so much that people think I'm straight. You know, full circle. He's gone so far left, he's going right. I don't think that's how that works. I (laughs) agree. I think you're so gay that... uh, This was uh, written in 2017. If anything, I would say Gwen is so gay that people interpret it as like... uh, what's uh, secure in their heterosexual? You know how oh, ma- you know how men will be yes, like, I'm yes, so yes. secure in my heterosexuality that I can slap a man on the ass during a baseball game and wink at him because that's funny. That's true. That's true. He's like, I'm very I, confident. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know Arthur outside of this context, but I don't think that's how that circle. Yeah, works. I'm not sure that's uh, what's happening here. But so gay people make up straight. Disagree. <laughs> Merlin was obviously holding his giggles because his lips were drawn tight over his lips and his eyes were half closed with amusement. All right, laugh it up, Arthur groused. It explains a lot, Merlin tapped his fingers to his lips, thoroughly distracting Arthur for a few seconds. Merlin does look gayer than Arthur. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. maybe that's what he means. Yeah. The way you aced at the pub when we met again, you were trying to pull me, weren't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Arthur admitted, looking up at the ceiling. You were kind of exactly my type. Really? Merlin touched Arthur's arm, his fingers running up and down his hair there, making Ah. it stand on end. (laughs) You know, I had a bigger crush on you when we were kids. (gasps) You did not, Arthur said, gobsmacked. I really did. It was Merlin's turn to look embarrassed. You were the older boy, the coolest kid around, who took a liking to a scrawny, dorky me. I thought you were brash and brave. When I was a teenager, Mom told me that I thought Arthur hung the moon in the stars. Arthur felt his lips turn upward, trying not to look as delighted as he felt. I really would pay a hundred quid just for the chances to kiss you, Arthur said quietly, hoping his meaning came across. I don't want a hundred quid. Yes, you Merlin's do. voice was soft and his eyes were still... I'll take the hundred anyway. Don't lie. His take, eyes were steady. Take the hundred quid. It's free. Arthur, Arthur leaned close so his nose skimmed Merlin's, barely an inch away. Arthur whispered, can I kiss you? Do it. Merlin closed his eyes and leaned in. Merlin's kisses were like honey. He slowly and sweetly captured Arthur's mouth in little kisses. Arthur turned and leaned his body against Merlin's, pressing him into the kitchen counter. Merlin's fingers ran through Arthur's Wait, where? hair. I thought they were in a pub. 
They're oh, at someone's no, they're house. At a celebration. Okay, yeah, they're right. at like Wayne's house or something. From a yeah. cooler or some shit. Yeah. Merlin's fingers ran through Arthur's hair, making him shiver against Merlin's lips. They broke away, lips red and eyes blown wide. I changed my mind. I want a hundred quid. That's what I'm saying. Merlin looked up, eyes like crescent moons. <laughs> Shut up, you burke. Arthur smiled. No, really. I want an inform of dates. How many dates do you think you could pay for with a hundred quid? One. Depends on if the one. D- if one kiss is worth a hundred quid, I would assume it's not more than one date. Well, and I think how he, much is a quid? Well, and I think a quid is a dollar. One. A quid is a buck. Okay. It's yeah. This, the this, British this, like, slang for buck. I'd say. And I think he's saying like, take me to dinner. Obviously, like I, spend a hundred dollars on in dinner. A literal way. I'm, it's funny to be like, well, if one kiss is worth a hundred quid, I like half a date. <laughs> I'd be like, we're well, not going to make it very far. Yeah. Depends on the dates. Arthur's entire body felt warm and he tried not to smile like a loon. Hmm. I think a few at least. Mm. But mind, every kiss is a hundred quid you owe me. Merlin go. held Ar- Arthur's jaw in his hands, kissing him once, twice, until Arthur lost track. How much was that? Merlin pulled back, sounding more out of breath than before. I don't really care. I'll pay. Arthur admitted and then pulled Merlin in again. Duh. Ah, cute. And so that's the end. That was fun. <laughs> so the notes, uh, based on this prompt, imagine person A of your OTP being asked if they would kiss person B for 100 bucks. They respond, I would pay 100 bucks to kiss mm-hmm, person mm-hmm, B. Mm-hmm, Bonus mm-hmm, points mm-hmm. if person B overhears this. I was going to say, that's such an odd, like, ploy this is- to be like, would you kiss this person for 100 Because, like, that f- makes it seem like... You don't really like them, but you like them enough that if someone also gave you money, you would like that sounds like something that would happen in high school to be like, okay, I'm going to I'm going to suss out if Grace likes John or whatever. And I'm going to figure that out by saying, if I dared you, would you kiss John? And I would be like, no. And then they would be like, what if I gave you a hundred dollars? And I'd be like, well, yeah, that doesn't mean I (laughs) like him that it just means I'm not like. And I think this is the type Repulsed. of this is the type of prompt that circulates on like Tumblr and oh, stuff. 100%. And it's the type of thing that it's like again. I the do idea like that the response is built in because that yes. then makes it make sense. Yeah, because the the I would pay a hundred dollars yes. because so then it's like it sets up really the, like, uh, the mood lays out your intentions, right? <laughs> your feelings. But yeah, I that thought was it was cute. <laughs> I thought it was cute and sweet yes. and uh, and yeah, it I'm was still baffled by the fact that one apparently Arthur is older than Merlin <laughs> and also that Arthur and Merlin are the opposite of who they thought, I thought they were I straight up did not pay attention to this show when I glanced at it four times <laughs> <laughs> just seemed like the small boy must be Arthur <laughs> I get that he's a knight but like he was a child when he I pulled see, the yeah, sword yeah I see what you're saying like uh, when like man. the sword was pulled from stone uh, he was but a babe. Yeah, which but, in the uh, show he's not, and the show is called Merlin. But like when he's king, he stuff. is a babe. He, with a yes, he was a very, B. he was a real buff hot boy. So like, it makes sense now that I'm like processing it. But like originally, really thought <laughs> maybe I'm thinking like the Sword in the Stone, like Disney the, the, movie, yeah, yeah, where yeah. he kind of looks like that. I don't know. It must be probably also wrong about what that movie's. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, Hello, it's a legend man. based on a legend based on a legend. Yeah. So like, this was yeah. a good. This was a good uh, version of childhood friends to lovers for sure. Right. No. Right. <laughs> Not so, what I would have like thought up on my own. But yeah, I do think it helps kind of uh, shorten up the timeline mm-hmm. of them falling oh, in love. So mm-hmm. I liked it. Excellent. Excellent. So Grace, what are you bringing me next week? Okay. 
I don't know if we've had this uh, yet, but so when when we originally asked for tropes, we asked for favorite and least favorite. And we've gotten a lot of favorites, which is like, well, I, I guess I don't know what everyone meant when they submitted these. They could have met some people when they said enemies to lovers might have meant that's my least favorite. And, yep, or yep, my favorite. Yep, 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 yep. and this one specifically was someone's least favorite, <laughs> which was amnesia. That's <laughs> <laughs> a trope. Good. So I pulled amnesia. And the cocktail, uh, it is the aviation for next week. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. So that is what uh, uh, I'm going to find something that we will like, <laughs> even though this is a trope someone hates. hates. <laughs> love it. Yes. <laughs> so join us for that next week. I'm pumped. And I'm pumped. I believe, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, is this the, our last regular episode of the season? That it is. Uh, and what a season it's been. <laughs> what a season it I've has I've enjoyed been. our uh, like derivative, <laughs> <laughs> not normal structure. Yeah, this was fun. <laughs> no, I really, we got to think of something for next season, man. Are we going to go back to normal? Or are we going to do another weird thing? Oh, yeah, maybe we need our listeners to send in some more ideas. Yeah, if you'd like to send us in an idea or some uh, shtick to do for next season, you can do that at findpairingspodcast at gmail.com or on any of our social medias, which are all open, findpairingspod on Twitter or findpairingspodcast on <sighs> Tumblr, Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, Instagram, and that's And it. LinkedIn. No, no. I'm kidding. <laughs> I really had to think for a second. And that's that's it. it. That's it. If you like the content that you are hearing here, feel uh, empowered to uh, yes. follow us. On, I was like uh, more than empowered. I would like you to embrace go over to our embrace to uh, go over to our Patreon, where uh, Grace and I read uh, two fix a month that are too smutty for the regular feed. Please join us over on Patreon. And remember, um, it is linked in our bios, in the show notes. Yes. Uh, so I think that's... Patreon.com slash Fine Pairings Podcast. Fine Pairings Podcast. All right. Well, so in the meantime, have a great day. I hope it's higher than two degrees in your state. <laughs> I hope it's hot, hot, hot. And if it's not, go over to the Patreon. Plug. It will, it will be there. Double plug. Triple plug. All the plugs. <laughs> you gotta, gotta do what I can. Gotta do what I can. <laughs> we will see you next week for aviation and amnesia. Huzzah. Double A. Bye. Bye.